mostly clear skies out there with low to mid 30s. Today turns partly cloudy with highs near 56. I'm Mark Prell. Good morning from the KRCB Sonoma County Newsroom. Here's your first news for Thursday, February 8, 2024. A PG&E spokesperson says this week's storm has caused the most outages for the utility in nearly 30 years, affecting more than 1.4 million customers since Sunday throughout its surface area. Over the past handful of days, the storm has broken or toppled more than 700 PG&E power poles and damaged hundreds of transformers, according to PG&E spokesperson Fiona Chan. As of this morning, nearly 13,000 customers across the Bay Area remain without power. The majority of those affected, just over 8,000, are in the North Bay. The utility says it has about 5,000 employees and contractors working to restore power. Well, as we put more hours between us and this past weekend's heavy storm, just a handful of Sonoma County schools are still closed today due to a power outage. Horicon, Cassia, and Westside Union But while most Sonoma County schools are reopened, many county parks are not. As of today, nearly a dozen county parks, trails, and beaches remain closed. They include Hood Mountain Regional Park, the Guerneville River Park, Sunset Beach, Riverfront Regional Park, and portions of the Joe Redota Trail. You can find a full list of park and trail closures on the Sonoma County Parks website. County officials are redoubling efforts to fill vacant positions. This week, they heard in detail how attrition among county staff has nearly doubled to 12% over the past two years. KRCB's Mark Albert has more. The county was looking to fill about 380 vacancies before COVID. That's according to County Human Resources Director Janelle Crane. The number of unfilled positions has since surged to 517, more than a third higher by the end of January, Crane says. After learning that it takes the county an average of 114 days to make a hire, Supervisor Chris Corsi says that might be part of the problem. If somebody's looking for a job, they have a lot of choices. And and one of those choices is not to wait for 114 days. Corsi is urging staff to streamline the process. There's reasons why we have a long hiring process. Um, It it has to do with fairness. It has to do with, um, you know, civil service rules, um, all, all of that. But if there's anything that we can do, I support that. Sheriff Eddie Ingram says his office still has some hurdles. He mentions that another Bay Area agency is offering $75,000 signing bonuses for new recruits, something difficult to compete with. Meanwhile, qualified candidates sometimes must cool their heels. There's an academy that starts in April, then the next one doesn't start until July, and then after that, January of the following year. So that's a little bit of the the pipeline problem. There's really nowhere to send that new hire to to go to the academy for them to move forward. Ingram adds he's shifted to recruiting new deputies rather than officers from other departments. One of the things that people have always talked about the sheriff's office is the, the lack of diversity. You know, if you're you're looking for applicants sort of in, in that same pool, you're not going to have that, that diversity. And I think by hiring brand new deputy sheriff into those positions, then you're opening it up as opposed to so fishing in a small pond, you're fishing in a larger pond, and you're able to, to get those diversity numbers um, up. Mark Albert, KRCB, Sonoma County News. Thank you, Mark. Camelback's quarter-century-long stay in Sonoma County is coming to a close. The best-selling hydration pack maker has been headquartered in Petaluma since 1999, but Minnesota-based owners of Vista Outdoor, Inc., who purchased Camelback in 2015, recently announced the closure of the brand's Petaluma offices as part of a restructuring effort. In a statement, Vista says some of the jobs at Camelback's Petaluma HQ will be relocated to a consolidated office in Irvine. Other positions will be cut altogether. 
a division of Vista Outdoors, Inc., which manages Camelback and other outdoor sporting brands like Bell Helmets and Fox Racing, called Revelist, will become its own independent company. Well, as the cleanup continues following Sunday's gale force winds, Sonoma County officials are giving themselves high marks for taking the initiative as the storm approached. Officials moved to close several roads in low-lying areas preemptively before those spots could become submerged. The action was taken as, historically, motorists have risked fording standing water. Some have required rescue. Director of Public Infrastructure Johannes Hovertz says the closures worked and may become more common. The program was a success. We didn't have anyone stranded on, on those particular roads. Probably will expand in the future. Supervisor Linda Hopkins says she's been impressed by seemingly tireless efforts clearing debris. I have seen your crews out in the field. Thank you so much. I will bring the roads crews coffee and donuts <laughs> one of these early mornings soon in gratitude. You're listening to Sonoma County First News. California's primary election is coming up March 5th, and ballots are arriving in mailboxes this week. KRCB's Greta Marr checks in with the head of Sonoma County's election office. My name is Diva Marie Proto. I'm the Sonoma County Registrar of Voters. Can you tell us all about the primary election? What do Sonoma County voters need to know? Well, they should know that ballots will be sent out to all active registered voters on February 5th. And you will be able to choose how you return those ballots, or if you want to, you can vote in person. So we will have seven locations across the county that open on the 24th. They'll all be open from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day. And then the Saturday before the election, we will have 31 total vote centers across the county that will all be open from 9 to 5 on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and then 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Election Day, March 5th. And any voter can choose to go to any location in the county. You can return your vote-by-mail ballot there, you can vote in person, or you can get assistance. And then on top of that, we also have 21 ballot drop boxes throughout the county that people can choose to return their ballots. Okay, got it. All right. And earlier in the week, I spoke to a candidate for Democratic committee. You know, what what can you tell us specifically about that race? It's it's unusual, is it? We do have um, central committee races occasionally. We have a couple of them on this ballot. And so only members of that are registered with that particular party will see those races on the ballot. And I believe it's for leadership positions uh, within the different parties, the Democratic and the Republican parties are the ones that have races on the ballot this this particular election. Okay, but not everyone will see it. And same thing, like you can vote for your presidential candidate just by the party, correct? Correct. Uh, This is the presidential primary. So the presidential races are really driven by the party and the party rules. So we have different parties in the county, and if you are registered with one of those parties, you will only see the candidates for that particular party. If you're no party preference, you won't have, um, and you don't request a crossover ballot, I should say, you will not see presidential candidates on your ballot. You will be able to request a crossover ballot for parties that are participating, and there's instructions on the ballot to that effect. There's going to be a local measure, Measure H, or what other measures are there local? 
we have a couple of uh, school measures that are across the county. And then we also have the one countywide measure. Okay, and that's is, measure H. And then there's yes. one proposition, just Prop 1. Is that correct, statewide? That is correct. Okay, got it. All right. Well, anything else that uh, I haven't asked you that you'd like folks to know? Just that uh, we appreciate that if they have any questions, they can go to our website. We have a lot of information on our website. We're happy to answer any questions that people have about the process and We'll, like I said, we have information on the measures and the candidates on our website, as well as what we're mailing out to everybody in the voter information guide. Okay, got it. And what's the turnout? Has voter turnout been going up, down, staying the same? What's your general impression? It's generally been, we have a pretty good um, turnout in Sonoma County. We have a lot of really engaged people, which is fantastic. And for a presidential primary, we're generally about a 65% turnout. So we'll be able to see if that holds true uh, once we start receiving ballots back. That's Sonoma County Registrar Voters Deva Marie Proto speaking with KRCB's Greta Mart. Now this. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now we're taking center stage. Introducing NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of Black-led stories from NPR's podcasts. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. With thousands of people still without electricity, over 72 hours after Sunday's storm started knocking out power infrastructure, PG&E has set up a community resource center in Cloverdale. Open now, it's at the Citrus Fairgrounds. There, people can find blankets, snacks, water, bathrooms, device charging, and Wi-Fi. The center will be open until 10 p.m. tonight. Another has been set up in Guerneville at the Russian River Senior Center on Armstrong Woods Road with the same hours. Turning now to weather, look for increasing clouds today with highs near 56. Tonight, chilly, more patchy fog and frost. Otherwise, we're partly cloudy with lows around 36. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with highs near 56. Then lots of sunshine for the weekend. Highs near 60 Saturday and Sunday. We'll see overnight lows climb from the 30s into the low 40s for the weekend. We stay sunny heading into next week with highs around 60 degrees. For today, a mix of sun and clouds at the coast. Winds will be from the north-northwest, just 10 to 15 miles per hour at the beaches. Bodega Bay climbs to 55 later. Healdsburg, Forestville, Sebastopol, and Grayton reach 57. Cloverdale and Petaluma share 56 for a high. Windsor and Guerneville 55. Sonoma 54 and 55 on the way for Santa Rosa. Well, thanks for starting your day with us. We are your local member-supported public radio newsroom. You can become a member at krcb.org. And that's where you'll also find more local reporting, plus any updates to the stories you just heard. And join us for Morning Edition and All Things Considered for more North Bay news coverage weekday mornings and afternoons on KRCB 104.9. From Sonoma County's NPR station, I'm Mark Prell. Stay safe out there and have yourself a good day.